Welcome back to the show. My name is Michael Lin, and this is the MongoDB Podcast. Starting a business in the tech industry can be both challenging and rewarding. On one hand, the fast-paced nature of the tech industry demands constant innovation and adaptability. On the other, successful entrepreneurs in the tech space can create groundbreaking solutions and make a lasting impact in the world. The benefits of starting a tech business are clear. The potential for high growth, financial rewards, and the ability to disrupt established industries. However, the road to success is paved with obstacles. From navigating ever-changing market trends to securing funding and attracting top talent. In today's episode, we'll hear from Julian Bush, Growth Marketing Manager at MongoDB. He's helped countless startups overcome these challenges and thrive in the tech industry. Julian leads the MongoDB for Startups program. This program offers valuable resources and support for early stage companies looking to scale their businesses. His insights and experience in the world of tech startups is invaluable to anyone looking to start or grow their own venture. Whether you've already got your own startup or looking to take the plunge, stay tuned to learn more about the MongoDB for Startups program with Julian Bush. Julian, how are you? Good. Hey, Mike. Long time listener, huge time fan. So really excited to be on the podcast. Well, it's great to finally have you on. We've been talking about this for a long time, even prior to you joining MongoDB. So before we get started, let's take a moment and tell the folks who you are and what you do at MongoDB. Yeah, great. So hi, everyone. I'm Julian Bush. I am a growth marketing manager here at MongoDB and solely focused on growing this MongoDB for startups program. So really uh, anything that involves startups and and building, building the programmatic aspect of the, the program and really trying to give some valuable resources to founders all across the world at scale and and hopefully having them adopt MongoDB as an important product in the technologies. How long has the startup program been in play? And, you know, this is something that I've worked on from from quite a while back, but how long has it been running? Yeah, Mike, before MongoDB, we actually had a working relationship from the outside. So you might have a little bit more experience, but for real, the, the MongoDB for startups program has been around for, I want to say four years since 2019 mm-hmm. um, and kind of had some uh, high, you know, some fluctuations and, and uh, growth and then kind of reserved. And then now we're really kind of ingrained it, really building a team and, and growing it to what? Uh, we hope MongoDB for Startups to be in the future. Fantastic. Well, we're going to get into details about what the startup program is, what the benefits are, how you can qualify, how you can apply to be a part of the MongoDB for Startups program. If you're just seeing this and just learning about the MongoDB Startups program, check the link out. It's mdb.link slash startups dash live. Going to take you to the startup page. Uh, Julian, tell the folks uh, about some of the benefits of the program. Yeah, you know, uh, we've really focused on creating a uh, startup program that is really focused on creating the best technical startup program that really enables the success of high growth startups from ideation all the way to IPO. Um, By taking advantage of our MongoDB for Startups program, you'll actually get access to MongoDB Atlas's developer data platform, uh, which provides the services and tools necessary to build those distributed, excuse me, distributed application stats. So at the performance and scale that your high growth venture venture really craves and needs because startups, you know, they're really building, they're ideating, they're pivoting, they're creating all these different types of MVPs. So having a flexible database that can really uh, 
be as flexible as your startup needs to be is super important for your, for your journey throughout your startup. So at applying to the program, you actually get, you know, credits So we have credits for, for any MongoDB cloud products, uh, free technical advisor sessions. These are four hour consultations, not just like chatting support chat. We really leverage our technical advisors internally to meet with each founder one-on-one and, and provide advice, whether that's optimizing for scale, um, you know, cost benefits, uh, anything that the founder might need to really ingrain MongoDB in their technology stack. And then co-marketing opportunity, we really try to leverage and, and Mike, you know this, you do so many podcasts with, with a lot of our founders. So uh, we really appreciate it and, and just spread the word, you know, awareness for these founders. They're building such great things. And, and uh, one of the things that we can really provide is, is, is huge awareness and really blow the names of, of a lot of these startups out of the water and get them attention. Which all is about really awareness. Deserve. Yeah, exactly. Awareness is so key when you're starting up. I mean, depending on what, what, what stage you're at, some, some are, are below the water, just getting ready to go live. But when you're ready to take that next step, a company like MongoDB can really help with awareness. And you mentioned the technical advisor program. Now, I want to encourage the folks that are joining, uh, think about some questions you might have for, for Julian as we go through the, the conversation. But I wanted to focus in on the technical advisor program. This is something that I had the great pleasure of, of actually like forming and starting. And it's, it was initially based around volunteers from the technical staff at MongoDB. These are engineers. They're solutions architects. These are folks that have been working with MongoDB for many years. These are experts, super brilliant people. Folks like Jay Runkle, he was one of the first advisors that, that, that joined on and, and offered his, his time. And um, I mean, I, I actually served on that team as well. And I can tell you that there's nothing more gratifying than sitting down with a founder who's got a brilliant idea, who's got some backing, who's got some time but needs help getting their idea off the ground. And then for us as the technical advisors to have the de developer data platform like MongoDB at our disposal, have the wherewithal and the knowledge to help these founders kind of add fuel to that amazing idea. It's just, just brilliant. So uh, I'm glad to see that that's still a component of the, of the startups program. Can you talk about the number of, of startups that have been through the program? Yeah, you know, uh... It's been a great year of growth. Uh, we've seen, I think we just hit 6,500 startups into the program. Uh, we're on track to do 10,000 this year. So really excited about that. And, you know, with our whole mission and the reason that I got so involved with this MongoDB for Startups program is that I just real, I'm really bullish about these programs and just the impact that they can have uh, mm. founders at scale. And, and, you know, you can go the VC route, you can go the accelerator route, you can do so many things, but really you're only having this cohorted basis of a 10 to 11 startups that you can really impact per year when you do, you know, this VC and accelerator model. But what gets you so excited about these corporate startup programs is that we can really impact and change founders' lives all across the globe um, at scale. And, mm -hmm. and with Reforge and all these companies really focusing on these programmatic uh, elements, it's, it's uh, just really bullish on these, car these corporate startup programs, the impact yeah. they can have with founders and, and having that founder first thesis, I think is really important. It's just remembering that founders really need these programs to, to help scale. And, and while we do have an amazing product, um, there are so many other tangible offers and connections and things that we can offer to founders to really impact their journey and, and get them to success. Now, what about that? Like, obviously, like you said, the, the platform, access to the platform, access to technical advisors, absolutely massive. But 
what about connections to other partners? Are there partners that you can mention that we we help with? Yeah, you know, uh, some of the things that we're really trying to launch, um, one of them being really a deal flow hub. So with a lot of these corporate startup programs, I mean, we have connections to over 500 VCs across the globe. Um, and the fact that we aren't really leveraging these VC partnerships to get our founders that are in our program um, in front of these VCs for po possible investment opportunities is, is something that I think a lot of corporate startup programs are really missing out on. Uh, because founders are really looking for really three things, which is anything that can help extend their burn. Um, so whether that's credits, you know, technical advice, uh, connections, and then additional revenue opportunities. So if we can help out with investment revenue opportunities, as well as uh, uh, help credits and, and technical advice to expand their burn and, and excuse me, lower their burn and expand their runway, mm. then that would be a success for me. And that's really my high level goal with this MongoDB for startups program. Yeah, yeah. And, and I understand we've just launched something recently in the VC space. Uh, I was, had the pleasure of having Siraj Patel on the, the podcast live along with Pete Soderberg. Uh, Soderling, sorry, Pete Soderling. Man, I hate when I butcher names. But, uh, but yeah, so we had Pete Soderling and and Siraj Patel on to talk about the MongoDB Ventures, which is uh, so I understand we, we're working really well uh, together with with uh, Siraj and the VC folks, right? Do you want to talk about the relationship? Yes, absolutely. I I cannot tell you how excited I am uh, that Siraj is is heading MongoDB Ventures. It's for for my kind of dream of what this program can be, I really want the MongoDB for Startups program to be your one-stop place to get everything you need to get to successful. Like corporates have so many benefits that they can offer to startups, you know, revenue opportunities, partnerships mm -hmm. with their current Fortune 500 clients. Like how do we get more startups ingrained into our current partners, really give those connections and then investment. Like corporations, uh, corporate venture capital CDCs are, are just super important mm -hmm. because they can really invest in startups with not having that DC mindset that I have to get a return for my LPs uh, mm -hmm. and have like really hard term sheet, really hard uh, uh, raise terms. So with with CVCs, you can really kind of give founders uh, a tangible investment with no equity in the company and just have them be a real user of MongoDB and just win over their loyalty and trust that way because... Um, I just really am just so excited about those CDCs and Siraj is, is doing a great job there. And we're going to be ingraining and, and really working together to see how can we get some of these really high growth startups that are um, potential targets for our CDC into Siraj's hands and then mm -hmm. those investment opportunities. So really working together and providing those those three kind of buckets is, is really my main goal for this year. Yeah, I love the synergy in those in those three buckets. Now, so there may be folks that are that are really super early. Maybe they're just in the ideation stage. What what do you think needs to be in place before folks begin to look at the MongoDB for Startups program? Yeah, uh, with MongoDB and and just the product, it's it can be so important for even as they're creating their first website or even just thinking about their idea. I really want to get MongoDB into a lot of founders as they're building out their data stacks and building some of their applications um, and just understand the flexibility of the product at an early stage so that they can learn, understand, and educate and grow um, with the product. So for us, like really the criteria is if you've got a great idea and your website is functioning, apply. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, 
And we really base it on like a programmatic side. So on the founder journey. So those really early stage startups, we actually offer, you know, $500 worth of credits. And what we found is that that can usually get them to that first investment where they can reapply and we'll give them a top up of additional credits with the goal of supporting them all the way to series A. And, and um, we really feel that series A is that inflection point for, mm-hmm. for a lot of these founders that they can really grow and, and uh, no longer need the programmatic aspect of bond and for startups. Yeah. Yeah. And to start to get, you know, build products. So you build revenue stream. So yeah, terrific. Well, uh, I think, you know, some, some folks that I'm, I'm trying to focus on the early stage as we begin the, the discussion today, um, if you're curious about what plat, what products are in the platform, obviously, I mean, it's MongoDB, it's a database, right? We offer credits into the MongoDB Atlas cloud developer data platform. And what you're going to get with that is, well, obviously access to the, to the, to the database in the cloud, um, You'll also, um, and you don't have to begin burning those credits right away. I think it's important to understand that we do have a, a really functional free tier offering. It's called the M0 tier. And uh, this is going to give you the ability to launch, build a cluster, uh, cluster, you know, highly available cluster. Probably not something you're, you're going to want to go to market on because it's relatively limited in memory and, uh, in, and in disk space, but it's, it's functional to get your your proof of concept off the ground. Um, and then that gives you access to all of the other uh, elements in the, in the developer data platform. Things like search, like, uh, like the, the application services backend functions as a service, um, a really healthy backup and resilience program, and then the ability to scale your idea. Uh, you know, the great thing about MongoDB in the cloud is that uh, you can scale and, and, change the tier that you're on without losing any data and without any downtime. Uh, obviously, if you're going skipping levels, uh, there might be some downtime associated with that, but, but uh, the technical advisors that are a part of this program will help you determine a, a good path to, to help you scale. Um, so we do have a question. Let's bring that up. It's from your founder. To be clear, is there a $500 credit provided for those startups joining? And the exception is to raise capital and use the capital to leverage MongoDB services? Yeah. I mean, great question. Uh, <laughs> I think, so really, if you think about our program, um, just like with any other, you know, VC accelerator, uh, we really kind of structured this program as, as a thesis of like angel investing, right? We really have to uh, limit the amount of credits and bets that we're taking out in the market. And we really base that by stages. Um, and when it comes to bootstrap and pre-seed companies that haven't seen their, their first investment, they can apply through our website. We typically get a 500, uh, $500 worth of credits for pre-seed and bootstrap companies, um, as a way to hopefully leverage, you know, our additional connections with VCs with the goal being that they get, you know, uh, additional investment and all of our partners, which is accelerator CCs who are doing all the diligence, you know, most mm-hmm. of the accelerators see about a thousand applications per day. They pick about 11 per year. And, and so there's really that structure. We're giving 5,000 credits to our partners. And then any startup that raises another round, so a seed round, um, will top up additional 4,500 credits with the goal to get you to Series A. That's kind of what we've calculated based upon spend averages of most mm-hmm. of these startups, not to get too lost in the sauce. Yeah. But uh, uh, yes, so really... 
the goal here is that at the same time, um, our, we're founder first, which I haven't really talked about um, too much, Michael. We can talk a little bit more about our thesis there and our ethos. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really flexible. Uh, we really want to make sure that you are supported. You have the technical uh, advisor sessions. You have the help uh, needed to really understand MongoDB and leverage it to its full capabilities. So whether that's, you know, you might need an extension on a credit or something like that, because, you know, in this current economic climate, there's not enough, you know, dry powder and VCs to get your second investment or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really flexible here. Our whole entire goal is is to really support founders and make sure that their interests and and uh, um, make sure that they can be a success. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't want to be. I would, I would not be able to sleep at night if I was the reason that you know a startup's success or failure was based upon. Um, so you know, that was my whole ethos in coming in here is. If there's a way that we can really help each one of these founders, whether that's an additional credit or anything like that, or technical advice, um, we're really malleable when it comes to that and really want to yeah. support their, their success. Fantastic. That's got to be a good feeling too. Knowing that you're having a, a positive impact on somebody's great idea, somebody launching a business, that's uh, yeah. just just a great, uh, a great feeling for sure. That's uh, why I got out of bed. Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it looks like somebody's applied. They're still waiting. Um, how long do uh, do applicants typically wait to hear back? What's the yeah what's, yeah? So uh, we say one to three business days. Um, since I'm on this call and being transparent, uh, there is one person doing all the application. That is me. Uh, <laughs> so uh, sometimes it just takes a little bit more time. Um, if you haven't seen a response in three days, definitely reach out to us. Uh, you know, we are building and we've built all this automation and growth loops and everything that's programmed to really handle this program at scale and with a small mm-hmm. team. And sometimes, you know, we miss applications just due to technology and and some of mm-hmm. our, you know, automation. Do not hesitate to reach out to us at startups at mongodb.com. If you have any questions about your, you know, applications or anything like that, we'll really try to get back to you within, uh, you know, one to three business days as well. Yeah. Great. Fair enough. Uh, do, does everybody get in? Are there, are there times that it just doesn't seem like a good fit? Yeah. You know, uh, do you have eligibility requirements? Mm-hmm. Uh, those being number one, this is a program for, you know, pre-seed, bootstrap companies all the way to series a so series b and above companies while mm-hmm. the credits are great they're gonna burn through all in a month it's really not that impactful for that large of a company and and the programmatic yeah. aspect of it is just it's not going to be as focused for those those bigger tier startups um mm. that you know are, are larger and then obviously one of the things that we really focus on is that this is a startup program and and really not a, a dev shop program or mm-hmm. a uh, marketing agencies or anything like that. So we really focus on startups and not consultancies. Uh, hopefully in the, the future, we might have a programmatic um, program similar to the MongoDB for startups for like develop dev shops and all those stuff. But yeah, um, at this point, it's really focused on high growth venture startups and, and everything. Mm-hmm. So similar question. Oh, go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. So similar, uh, do newly founded companies one year and below qualify for the credit? And what sort of advice do you offer? This is from Gerald. Thank you for the question. 
Yeah, great question, Gerald. Uh, do newly founded companies one year below? Absolutely. If you have a working website, uh, that is our criteria. Um, mm. As long as you are not a uh, consultancy, consultancy, digital marketing agency, anything like that, you really have a product that is, you're looking to grow and scale, um, you're going to be a fit. And if you have a website that's functioning, that's, our, that's really our criteria. And then secondly, if you haven't, haven't been in our program before, um, is another one that mm -hmm. we, we really try to limit. Um, yeah. So um, someone earlier asked a question about, uh, they're saying they don't have a website. This is Adalberto. Uh, they don't have a website, but they do have a mobile app. So I think we're, we're focusing on um, partnering with and, and assisting startups that are launching a business. I, I think it would be hard to believe that uh, anybody would want to start a business without a website of some type, right? Is that? Yeah, I think you're kind of getting into that, that, that process that we're thinking about. It's, it's that when we're doing this at scale, we really have to have limitations on, you know, mm -hmm. who is accepted in the program. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, I want to accept every single person and, and find a way to get them into the program because I think it's impactful to get them to where they want to be. Um, the website criteria and having a live website is just, it's a, it's a push for founders to really kind of, even if it says it's, it's on the way or in progress, you have mm. a domain, um, you have a business name and you have an idea of what this business is going to be in the future. Um, and that's kind of what we really want these founders to start thinking about is like, that's awesome. Like there, there is just like you said, the community aspect where you can really play around in the sandbox and do it all for free. And, and I highly recommend that for startups that don't have an, an inactive website to just really use that free version at first until you figure out this is the product that I want to create. I validated the product market fit. I'm ready to create mm -hmm. that website and that domain. And then I'm ready to launch this business and boom, you're, you're accepted. Um, yeah. I think that's what we really want to get the, the startup and the, the focus of. Also pitch decks. If you got a link to a pitch deck and you don't have a website, that works as well. That that yeah. really, to me, that makes, you know, as we're thinking about applications, you're thinking about your future and, and what the business is going to be. Yeah. I think you mentioned two critical elements in the path to, to really founding a company. Uh, you know, thinking about the product market fit, right? That's, that's you know, I've, I've worked with a number of startups that, that have a really great idea, but they're not thinking about the product market fit. And it's almost doomed from the very beginning. I think that's a really critical step, thinking about where this fits in the market and can it be a viable product at some point. Um, so, so great advice there. I, I want to I dive into some of the challenges that founders are facing in 2023. Maybe you can share some of the, the learnings that you've had from, from talking with startups that you're doing, doing business with. Yeah, just about. So um, with 2023, I just think um, one of the things that we're starting to see really is this economic slowdown, this global economic slowdown. Um, I would say one of the biggest things that I'm noticing with a lot of startups reaching out to us is that funding has taken a lot longer. Um, we'll have Haley startups reaching out to us about like, hey, you know, I, I was projecting that I was going to be able to race around, you know, this month, but with the economic slowdown, a lot of the, the LPs and, and a lot of these investors of the VC funds are pulling their cash and putting it into more risk adverse uh, uh, assets. So there's a lot of VCs that are consolidating, the VC market's consolidating. It's really hard to find funding. It's really hard to find funding at the valuations that we saw in 2019 or 2020. 
So mm-hmm. as you're thinking about funding, especially in 2023, give yourself additional months to really start this progress and start talking to a lot of the, a lot of uh, investors and, and ventures as possibly as you can, because mm-hmm. the capital's still there. It's just not being deployed because most of these DCs are trying to understand what this economic recession slowdown is going to look like before they really deploy capital and then be okay with taking some of those valuation hits if you really need that money to keep your basis um, going. And even if you have to take a down round, uh, I just think it's really important that getting some capital to get yourself through 2020, 20, excuse me, 2023 is super important. Uh, help me understand what a down round is. Yeah. So, you know, we came out of probably the frothiest BC environment in 2019. <laughs> Uh, you know, we were seeing 20x value, so 20 times valuations on SaaS companies. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing this in a, on a public stage, you know, with a lot of these uh, technology companies whose valuations are actually plummeting because it was so frothy before. And that's actually kind of dispersed all the way down into smaller CVCAs, you know, for uh, mid-stage venture capital firms. And what we're really seeing is that... Uh, Back in 2019 and earlier, startups were getting crazy valuations. Um, you know, you could raise a seed round at a $20 million valuation without even product product market fit if a VC liked your ideas. It was it was mm. crazy absurd. And and now with this economic turmoil and, and people getting really concerned of what the economy is gonna look like in six, 12 months, you know, in two years mm-hmm. or anything like that, we're starting to really see VCs hold their capital closer to the chest and not be taking some of the valuations that we saw in 2019. So a down round would be like, if this 20, uh, if that SaaS company raised a $20 million valuation, now we're in this new economy, they might have to raise at a $10 million valuation. So a down round um, mm-hmm. or a bridge round okay. to get them through. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. All right. So folks uh, tuning in, watching, we're talking about the MongoDB for Startups program. You can get more information at this link, mdb.link slash startups dash live. You'll find all of the requirements there. You'll even find a link to, to the application if you want to apply. If you've got a, if you've got a good idea, you've got uh, an understanding of your product market fit, a website, go ahead and hit, hit apply. Put all the details in there, and uh, and perhaps in three to five days, you'll find out if you're in the program. Um, I do want to take a, a quick moment and talk about the MongoDB podcast. What you're watching now is the MongoDB podcast live, and this will eventually turn into an episode that that hits the airwaves in an audio-only format. Um, and I'll probably edit this out, but um, but you can find um, discussions just like this one on the MongoDB podcast, and you can find us on all of the podcast networks. Spotify seems to be really blowing up. That's one of the most popular these days. Used to be Apple Podcasts. We're there as well. And uh, Google Podcasts. And there's a host of others. So you can also visit mongodb.com slash podcast to, uh, to check out all of, the, uh, all of the episodes that we have available. There's also some interesting ways that you can preview some of the content in the, in the mongodb.com slash podcast website. So check that out. Uh, I also want to take a moment and talk about a really exciting event that's happening tomorrow on March 2nd in New York City. If you're watching this and you're in the New York City area and you're interested in MongoDB, just swing by the MongoDB headquarters. For more information at the link, mdb.link slash nymug, MongoDB user group, I'm going to be doing a demo of a really cool product called the Relational Migrator. It's in preview. 
And what it does is it, it helps you understand how to get from RDBMS to a document database like MongoDB. Not only helps you understand, but, but actually helps you migrate. It's got a built-in migrator and it allows you to, to shift your schemas from relational to a, a more document structured, possibly leveraging embedding rather than just linking between tables. So that's going to be March 2nd. We're going to start that at 5.30 p.m. if you're in the New York City area. Strongly encourage you to check this link out. Hit, um, hit RSVP so we know you're coming. We've got to put names at the front desk. Uh, if you don't put your name in there, you don't say you're coming. Might have a tough time getting you in, but, but do so anyway. Just swing by. Check out that link for more details. Julian, what, what else do we need to cover? What else do we want to make sure that people understand about the MongoDB for Startups program? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, one of the other things is that we, we really do provide a, a lot of events, you know, this year we're going to be, uh, going all across the world, uh, dot locals and, and, you know, we're going to be in every city globally. So definitely check out some of those dot local events and where they're going to be. We would love to showcase any startups in our program that are really using MongoDB in really cool ways and give you the awareness and, and, uh, awareness and and give you uh, the product group that be able to share some stuff you're working on and build, you know, MongoDB. Um, yeah. And then, you know, some things that we've got kind of in the pipeline that I'm really, I'm really excited about is obviously the MongoDB Ventures collaboration. I think that'll provide a, a really cool um, opportunity for, for a lot of our startups. Um, we're going to have a, cross my fingers, we're going to have a, a marketplace where I really want to provide revenue opportunities for founders that are going to be in our program. So, you know, as startups graduate from our program, they can be listed on this marketplace so that Ooh. other startups can, you know, redeem their perks. And that goal is that we can do the revenue, we can do the investment, we can do the awareness as well as, as the credits and extension. Um, I think that we can really show success to a lot of founders out there. And, and that's the goal being. That's super exciting. So what's the time frame on the marketplace? I'd, I'd really love to see that come to fruition. Hopefully in a month and a half. That's the goal. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the, Outstanding. Uh, yeah. Building the plane as it adds supply. So, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Well, we've, we've helped uh, a number of startups. Uh, several of them we've had on the podcast. We've had Thunkable on. Those are great guys. We've had Charge Hub in the uh, EV space. Uh, who else? Oh, Kibitro in the IoT space. Right. Um, you, are there any um, startups that you've worked with that are notable that you want to call out? Yeah, you know, uh, definitely those are some great ones. Queenly is another really great one. Uh, we've done quite a bit with, and and she's just such a amazing founder and, and just such a leader um, mm -hmm. in the space. Uh, Vanta being another one that, that really went through our program, and, and now they're starting to see that huge kind of growth. Uh, another one being Yodel. Um, oh, yeah. German-based company that's been growing mm -hmm. like crazy. And, and uh, yeah, you know, so many founders, uh, so many companies coming through and really trying to figure out how we can really end these founder journeys at scale. I think it's probably the most important part and, mm -hmm. and not give up, you know, that, that really founder first thesis uh, at scale. So love that. All right. So just to make sure we're not leaving anything uh, out for folks that might be interested, how do folks apply to be in the program? Yeah, so you can apply through several ways. Um, number one being mongodb.com uh, slash startups. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go to our webpage, apply through there. 
one thing I want to make sure is that fill out our application to the best of your ability. As we're going through that, you know, we will reject companies if if the website isn't live, um, if the Crunchbase isn't associated or the LinkedIn profile mm-hmm. isn't associated with things. So make sure you take your time and fill out that application. Um, is, is Crunchbase a requirement or is AngelList so, okay or... AngelList, LinkedIn, actually your LinkedIn business profile mm-hmm. or uh, AngelList as well, Crunchbase, mm-hmm. AngelList, or LinkedIn. Uh, either one of those really work. It's just mostly just a validation to make sure that the the company that is is applying is actually linked and there's, you know, there's a, um, employees there and it's a legitimate business. Yeah, so that's the key thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so so then they've got all that in place. Then they hit the the page here. You can, you can visit this link or just go directly to mongodb.com slash startups. There's a link to apply. How how detailed is the application? What kind of questions are we asking? Yeah, so we're we're asking questions around um, you know funding stage. One of those things is is definitely uh, important. So make sure that you're putting the right funding stage on there because that'll give you the right kind of nurture and through our program to make sure that you have a programmatic uh, experience that's right for your company. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also ask, you know, about your experience, experience in MongoDB, um, how many years you had with, with that experience, what you're using MongoDB for, a little bit more about, you know, your company description. Um, and then, yeah, just your typical first name, last name, kind of contact information. And then mostly we're just trying to really validate that this is a legitimate startup. Um, it's a startup with a product and not a consultancy. Mm-hmm. And that, um, you know, this program is really focused on those, those high growth venture startups. We got a question and I'm not sure I understand. What is a helicopter free money? What is helicopter free money? Is this money to be helicopter free money? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um, Do I get a helicopter? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. So maybe re-ask that or ask, provide a little bit more detail. We'll try and make sure that we get your questions answered. Um, I, it looks like somebody's looking for additional information. Uh, Glideson, uh, how many months of experience? Uh, anything. Like, uh, hmm. It's anyone, you know, we see startups that apply that have 10 years of MongoDB experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we see startups that this is their first time ever looking at MongoDB as a, as a product for their, their startup. So mm-hmm. doesn't matter with that. Um, one of the things that we really, and I, I think I forgot to bring this up, but the, for those kind of earlier first year users of MongoDB, you know, we've got great courses at MongoDB University. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I really want to bring into the program is that leveraging those university courses for those new hires. So yep. as you're kind of hiring those developers or those DBAs or anything like that, we want to make sure that you also get trained on uh, MongoDB so that you can understand it for its potential and, and give you some, some opportunities there. So another thing. Absolutely. And if you're tuning into the MongoDB podcast, our guest on this week's episode is Owen Brazil. He is a, I, I'm not sure what his, I'm going to butcher his title, but he is responsible for uh, for some of the education programs at MongoDB University, make sure you check out this podcast episode. It explains in detail what the new MongoDB University is all about and how you can learn for free at your own pace, built-in study labs, built-in, you don't have to spin up your own environment. It's built right into the to the learning platform. And speaking of learning platforms, somebody asked a question. Uh, looks like Mailing Delgado is building an LMS. Does it qualify? Yeah, I would yeah, say I mean, so. It's a, pro- 
if it's a, <laughs> if you're launching a company around it, I think it qualifies. So great. Terrific. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah. So check out that link, make that application. Uh, Julian, it's been a great conversation. Uh, what are we forgetting to talk about? Any any other additional things we want to mention before we wrap up? I'm just trying to think. I think we've kind of touched all the point, but really, yeah, I I think we've kind of uh, laid it, it all out and nice. trying to think of anything else. But yeah, I think this is perfect. One last question around nonprofits. Yeah, you know, we accept there's a ton of startups that are focused on the nonprofit sector. And, and uh, at the end of the day, not only that, we do have a lot of relief efforts. So if any startups are listening to that might be, you know, focusing on the earthquakes in, in Syria and Turkey, we've got a relief effort there that you can mm -hmm. apply through. There's so many different ways that you can really ingrain into the programmatic experience experience mm -hmm. at MongoDB. But we definitely accept nonprofits as long as there's a product um, that it's a technology that could really scale and, you know, a functioning website. Um, yeah. Or a wearable. Or wearable. Yeah. It's another question coming in. Wearable startup, open source application built on MongoDB Atlas. Awesome. Our prototype isn't ready yet. Are we too early? Great question, George. Yeah. Uh, no, I would say, uh, create a domain that says uh, website progress and a little bit put your logo up there. And I think you'd be able to get accepted. I, we really want you to get, you know, to leverage the program as soon as you have an idea and, and to really use that MongoDB uh, as a service, like in total, as you're building that ideation stage and really mm -hmm. using it. So um, absolutely, yeah. you can definitely apply um, as soon as you have an idea. Yeah. Oi is asking, do you only accept startups with an MVP or or from ideation stage? So I guess uh, we kind of covered this. We're, we, yeah. we're talking about, yeah, having having a good idea about your product market fit and having a website, something that um, that shows. If you don't have a website, put a link to your pitch deck. That, that works just as well. Just basically, mm -hmm. we want you to think of, we want you to understand and think about um, the future of your business. And this is not just a, a women idea, which is always great. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those can end up being unicorns. But just to think about what is your business plan? What's your strategy? What's your domain? What's your website? Just, just really take that next step that I've found the product. This is what I want to do. Yeah, terrific. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Unless there's no more questions, I think we'll, we'll wrap up. Julian, thanks so much for joining me today. Once again, you can get more information on the MongoDB for Startups program at mdb.link slash startups dash live. It's going to take you right to the program page. There's a, click, uh, a link there available that you can apply. Julian, thanks, man. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much, Mike. All right. Have a great day, everybody. See you all.